Leave all that can be spared behind. We travel light. Let's hunt some orc. Chapter 6. I would have followed you. The fellowship splinters apart. This is spoiler. Hey everybody, I'm your host Pappy and welcome to the final part of our Fellowship of the Ring series, part six, uh, where we're wrapping up uh, the first installment of our Lord of the Rings podcast. I'm so excited for the crew that we have tonight, uh, been with us through almost every episode. Let's introduce the guys, say who you are, where you're recording from, and then is there a franchise or trilogy that you like doesn't necessarily be your favorite or what you think is the best but what's just a a franchise or series of films that you you enjoy we'll go should, east should we stay away from this uh, whatever you want to you know what i'm not putting any binders on you brett you're totally unbound let's let's start with you um this is brett uh recording out of fort wayne oh man i mean i think the best trilogy uh ever is this but that's too obvious. I'll say one that everyone else probably hates, and that's the Dark Knight trilogy. Who hates that? Yeah, that's good. Well, man. I know you guys don't like the Dark Knight Rises as much that? as I do. I, I love do. that movie. I like okay, well then, ba- the Batman trilogy, the Dark Knight. That's a good choice. Now that it's popular. <laughs> See, Brett, you ch- take the chains off. Everyone likes your pick. Who's next? I think it's uh, Take Stevie? a risk. Hey, this is Stevie recording from uh, Elkhart, Indiana. Um, I'm going to pull a Brett here and name two. Uh, I'm going to go with the Evil Dead series. Uh, Even the new one, I love that movie. When they came out, I think it was in 2011, maybe. And then um, all the Mad Maxes, even Thunderdome. Mad Max is my shit, so yeah. There's four Mad Maxes. Yep. It can be it's a, a good trilogy. It's a, it's a series. He said series. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, the guy whose idea it was to do a series of episodes on the Fellowship of the Ring, host Josh, uh, tell us where you're recording from and what fr- what franchise well, I'm do you I'm like? recording from Goshen, and the la- if you listen to last episode and this episode and previous spoilers episodes, we've got the Goshen Elkhart East to East thing backwards a couple times in a row now. <laughs> yes. Definitely. That may be my fault. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Uh, I would say, yeah, I <laughs> begged you all to do this. This series has been a lot of work and time overall. So to you all, I'm really appreciative you uh, took, like, let me beg you and agreed to do this because this has been really fun for me. And I know that it pains others like Brett and uh, we have to pay him double time to stay on with us once it gets to midnight. But uh, yeah, I, Lord of the Rings, I would say is what I'd answer to you, Pep. I like it. It's a very fitting pick for for the creator of, of these episodes. But Money Mike, uh, didn't forget about you. I don't know where you fall in between Stevie and Josh, but but where are you and uh, what, what franchise do you like? Uh, I would say uh, Lord of the Rings is probably the best. Uh, another one that I like. I would say Indiana Jones trilogy, and it only is only three movies. There is not a fourth movie. Uh, it's just one, two, and three, and that's where it ends. It doesn't exist, huh? You're not talking about Corey, but there's only three movies in Indiana okay. Jones. Mikey giving away a potential blind spot <laughs> as his punishment pick uh, coming up, but. 
I'll, I'll go next before we we introduce the newest member of our uh, fellowship. I I like I don't know if I said recording from Louisville, Colorado, and I'm gonna go with. I actually I think that, that the Toy Story franchise is the best movie franchise because I feel like you have to kind of lump in the Hobbit since there's character crossovers and plot crossovers. So if you're going to go more than a, a standalone trilogy, I, I think Toy Story really is the best. I even like the fourth one uh, quite a bit. Forky is my boy. But but last but not least, uh, Kylo Ren memes, a.k.a. Corey. Where are you recording from and what, what franchise? Uh, <laughs> franchise? Well, I, well, I'm Corey recording out of Simi Valley, California. And I know it's like Brett said, it's very obvious, but my pick is... The Mighty Ducks. Uh, yes. Classic. Ooh, I you were going to say Ducks. cats. Some Ryan Johnson <laughs> levels of subversion. Now, obviously, it's, back, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trilogy from the 90s. Oh, let's yeah. go. <laughs> yep. Just, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Just yeah. make, name more 90s franchises and me and Brett will go nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tamagotchis, man. Uh, I thought for oh, sure it would have been Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Tom, I got a Tamagotchi when I was in, uh, I think, fourth grade for Christmas. But much like that, the, our fellowship gets some presents, too, uh, from Gladriel. I think that's where we left off on Brett. But, but before we do that, I do want to tease out at the end of the episode. Josh, do you have a... A score update for where we are in our Lord of the Lord of the Rings uh, yeah. tournament. Uh, that so we've Brett's been, doing? been at the bottom, and so <laughs> even though he's tied for last with Mikey, I think we're gonna call Brett Gollum. Um, they have two points each. Corey, you have four. <laughs> Pappy, you have seven. Stevie is the ring bearer with ten points, and it's my cross to bear. Like I've been saying, there's gonna be a lot of points flying around in this final round, so get buckle up. <laughs> anybody's ball game uh but like i mentioned uh from brett's part last time gladriel uh gives out some gifts uh to the fellowship stevie this is definitely not in the theatrical cut and i kind of forgot about it since i watched the theatrical cut more than the extended cut but do you remember any of the presents that are bestowed upon the fellowship as they leave doesn't Gladriel give um frodo that kind of like i always call it light in a can like when things get dark like you can bring light Mm-hmm. The light of Rindil. She calls it the file. Anti-spider mm-hmm. juice. Light in the can. I do remember that one. That sticks out. Uh, I'm having trouble remembering the others. Someone yeah. pop in. Gets a I think Legolas, Legolas bow, yeah. gets a new bow, but Brett Gimli's mm-hmm. gets like the weirdest one. <laughs> yeah. Just one last look at the lovely... I don't know what he says. <laughs> he gets a lock of her pubes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Three. He asked for one pube and he got three from the love. Like she has pubes. Come on. The rest yeah. of the fellowship's like, could you just got more lamp spread? I mean, if D and D canon is to be followed here, yeah. elves don't have body hair. So I. That's kind of what I. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Well, speaking of someone who doesn't have body hair that I know of, Lutz. Uh, I don't. I think we talked about him on a previous chapter, but he's now leading the Urukai. Urukar army uh, chasing after after the fellowship. Uh, they're traveling by river. I don't know if this river has a has a name. Um, it does. The Thames. What is it, Brett? Yeah. I have to look. I, I, it's one of the most mentioned like places. Yeah, but while you look at while you looked at the name of the river up, I, I knew it was important. But one of the most iconic shots is the the Aragath. I think that's how you say it. The iconic. 
statues, Josh? What, as someone who listed this as their favorite franchises, what emotion does that elicit when you see this the Fellowship passing through those giant statues? It's like, man, can we get a battle scene pretty soon? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so boring. <laughs> so character. No, I, I think it just harkens <laughs> back to what is one of the strongest character arcs. Um, in the whole trilogy, I think maybe in this film, Boromir's character arc is the best. But yeah, in the whole in the whole trilogy, it's probably Aragorn, and this is another example of him kind of, um, I don't know, seeing seeing what he should do and having to make that deep, deep choice, right? I mean, I'm not big into bloopers. Like I said, it was like used a lot in the marketing material, and after the movie came out, it was a really famous blooper that like their hands are backwards, like in one shot the left hand's up on one of them, and then when they pass through it, the right hand's up. Like I said, I wasn't really big into that, but what I noticed this time for the first time is that Gollum is sitting on one of their eyelids. Uh, no. Did anybody else catch that? Mm. I didn't notice what? that. Yeah. Gollum's like... Can you he- screenshot that? I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll send you a screenshot. He's like sitting on one of the... Uh, there's a shot as the, like, the camera like passes by their faces, kind of like a transition, and, and Gollum's kind of like perched up there. I never noticed that. And I looked it up as a, like IMDB fact. And, and I saw that, but they're, they're traveling down the river to, I think Amon Hen is how you pronounce it, where they're, they're kind of resting and, and regrouping. And Corey, we talked about how Boromir has the best arc. Frodo wanders away. And then what kind of happens, happens here to set everything? Uh, in motion? Well, Frodo kind of just, yeah, goes for a walk and he sees Boromir collecting firewood or something. And Boromir starts talking to him. Like, at first, it's kind of just like normal conversation. Like, look, man, we should really get to Minas Tirith. Those are my people. They're going to help us out. And it kind of, like, starts getting heated, though, like, uh, gradually. He starts to get a little bit more threatening. And uh, it gets to a point where he tries to forcibly take the ring from Frodo. And uh, to escape, Frodo puts the ring on, and he kind of just gets out of there. Like, Frodo... Uh, excuse me, Boromir has like a a moment of like clarity after all that. He kind of like realizes like, oh shit, that wasn't me. I fucked up. Sean Bean's such like a fantastic actor and like to know that he's just flopping around on the ground pretending to get punched by Invisible Frodo just kind of makes me, kind of makes me laugh. R- Brett, did you get a name on that river, by the way? Yes, yeah, a- Anduin. Okay. And yeah, like kind of pools in, in this lake, but we talked about how the ring is a litmus test. So, so Boromir's already kind of shown his true colors. He's tried to, or maybe not true colors, but he tried to take the ring. He gave it a temptation and Aragorn has a very different reaction. Stevie, what does Aragorn do given, given the same temptation? So there's still kind of a cloud hanging over the fellowship at this point. And I had a question like Legolas mentions, like when they arrive on shore, <coughs> That he senses like a darkness like near them, mm-hmm. or like coming. Was that Boromir, or is he talking about the Urukai? Probably the Urukai. That's my guess. But Porque Nilos Dos. I don't know. The only reason I say it is because they cut like directly to him after he said that. But um, maybe it's a double yeah, meaning. Like Aragorn. <coughs> that's a good call, actually, because Galadriel kind of was able to call him out as the Judas Iscariot character. So. Maybe it makes sense that Legolas is picking up on that too. Yeah. And I mean, Frodo is just, he's in a bad spot right now mentally. He just doesn't know who to trust. He doesn't know what to do. And he more or less, <coughs> like every time, kind of just offers up the ring again because he's offered it up to about everybody he meets in Middle Earth. And 
Aragorn pauses and he ends up closing uh, Frodo's hand. You realize he has to let Frodo do this alone because it's going to tear the fellowship apart. And um, yeah, he lets him go. And it's like we talked about in the last uh, chapter, the, 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 that was the last time we see the fellowship together. And, and they're really going to start sort of splintering apart over, over the next, uh, over the next three movies. Um, Mikey, the the battle that then commences here, Frodo's Frodo's dipping out. He gets some help from from Merry and Pippin on the way out, but the rest of them are kind of left to fight fight the Urukai. Did anything from this battle in the woods um, stand out to you uh, as it plays out? Uh, uh, yeah, it's a pretty physical battle. They're climbing all over all over these like rock structures and stuff, and lots of uh, cool sword fighting moves and. There's just a lot of orcs compared to uh, the Fellowship guys, so they're really outnumbered here, and they're holding their own, just trying to give Frodo some some time to run away. But they're still getting overrun. They gotta they gotta do something else here because there's just way too many orcs. It kind of features the coolest arrow shooting scene like in history especially the and there's a really yeah. good moment when the when the orcs or urukai start swarming in and aragorn's by himself and he's just oh, like that shot such a good shot it's like slow-mo and he just puts up his sword and he's just like ready to handle it and he just starts taking him out like he's such a badass i agree though we should shout out to the arrow play in this movie as a whole from last time in the mines of moria mm-hmm. with boromir and the door and then like or Aragorn kind of like casually dodging them as they run out of the mines. And then in this Legolas, and then even Boromir's scene, which we'll get to in a minute, like heavily involves arrows as well. And it's awesome. Yeah. Legolas basically has a gun. And he's yeah. Just <laughs> it's like a cheat code. <laughs> yeah. He's so awesome. Yeah. He can just dispatch enemies so much faster than anybody else. Whereas Aragorn's like in a fist fight with one of them. <laughs> Legolas takes out five in the meantime. Uh, but you mentioned uh, the Boromir scene, Josh. Boromir blows the horn of Gondor. He's fighting with Merry and Pippin. And Brett, you, you've kind of been the resident uh, literature reference uh, for this Lord of the Rings series. And we all really appreciate that. Let's. Let's. I think that's Lurtz. Let's. <laughs> let's the, the 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 king the king urukai he's a conceit of the movies right he's not a character in the books at all there's like a, a leader of like the orcs and like a leader of the urukai that like clash in the two towers a lot as they're taking Merry and pippin away but i don't know if that's it's it's probably like a little bit of a mix of it but it's definitely put a spotlight on it for the movie. Like it's definitely overplayed, I would say personally, but mm-hmm. well, yeah. Cause I, the reason I was asking is like Boromir's about to get blasted in the face with an arrow from Lurtz and he's stopped at the last second from Aragorn. But did, Corey, do you know, do you remember, does that match what happens in the books as far as how Boromir dies? Is there any difference? He gets peppered by like 30 arrows in the books. Yeah, I recall it being very similar in the book, although I don't remember the specifics. Well, I mean, yeah, he kind of gets peppered with a lot of arrows here too, right? It's not not that different, but but either way, Boromir, like I said, about to get blasted in the face. Aragorn jumps in at the last second, and Josh, you, you called him the Judas Iscariot character. Is there any redemption for Boromir here in this last speech? Do you 
He, he confesses his sins, basically, right? It's something... No, yeah, and I think that he succeeds where Judas fails. Um, he goes, and one thing I don't think we really hit on is that when he blows the Horn of Gondor, I think a lot of people interpret that as being like, oh, he's calling the rest of the Fellowship to him so they can meet up. But I think in the books it's like the orcs hate that man-made sound so much. It just, like, pisses them off. It used, yeah. It's also um, when Gondor was at its height, like enemies would, here I'm going to use this word again, they would like quail, they would just like <laughs> run with fear. Like it, it it pretty much meant their doom. So it's kind of like a, how far it's kind of fallen that they didn't really get scared. But you're, I mean, I'm sure you're right. The horn's probably designed to hurt them. It's also kind of like magic in a way because when he blows it in the books, like his brother hears the horn from like Gondor or wherever he is like very faintly he like hears it from far away nice he knows Boromir's in some deep trouble (laughs) when uh their dad hears it it's like that's my favorite son's horn what is that (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to like make everyone sad or anything but like Boromir doesn't like die till the two towers in the books so oh really like the the book, the first book ends, I guess technically the second book, but um, with the orcs like attacking, and then the whole fight takes mm. place at the very beginning of the two towers. Hmm. But it's better this way. I mean, let's be honest. Well, that's what Stevie, you and I were talking before this podcast. I think that Josh, you said earlier that I think you said fellowship is the best at some point, but I don't know if it's my favorite, but I think. It has by far the best ending, uh, Stevie, especially the emotion that plays out with Frodo and Sam here. Yeah, it's a clean ending um, as far as like <clears throat> questions like to be answered and stuff like that. And I think it's the best ending between Sam and Frodo, even more than like Return of the King. Um, just that kind of emotional bond that those two share and how, you know, Frodo just doesn't want to be a burden to anybody anymore other than like unto himself. And Sam going out there willing to die just to, like, (coughs) go on the journey with him. Super emotional moment. And I was always shocked those two were never nominated for some type of acting award, honestly. Yeah. Only one actor was ever nominated in this movie, and that was uh, Gandalf in maybe the third movie. But no no other acting award. That's shocking to me. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, especially, like, Vigo pretty much kills it throughout. Yeah. So I figured he'd at least get one nomination. So who's your all favorite in this film? We're in chapter six here. Like, I want to go with an underdog and maybe say Ian Holm. Just not because he's maybe the best, but it shocked me how good he was and that I hadn't noticed that when I was a little younger. Yeah, he's like the the best with what he was given. I, I don't know. I've always loved Legolas and Gandalf. I would say two, of course. <laughs> Legolas is my favorite. I like Lurtz because he's the only person of color. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe they gave him the name Lurtz. He sounds like he works in accounting. Give this TPS report to Lurtz. He's got it. Sounds like he should be a brand of potato chips. It's really throwing, (laughs) throwing me off. But yeah, that's... I don't know if it was even... I mean, we we talked about it too. We've talked about a lot of the memes. There was a lot of like memes similar to the ones that have developed between Poe and Finn uh, with the Star Wars uh, new trilogy, where there seemed to be some sort of like 
homosexual tension between Sam and uh, Frodo. And Josh told us not to make any of those jokes on these podcasts, so we won't. But Josh, did you <laughs> you mentioned that on the Star Wars episode that you picked up between the chemistry of Foe and or Pin and Jesus Christ, Finn and Poe? Do, do you uh, <laughs> do you do you detect anything here? Uh, all jokes aside, I get why people interpret it and like whatever. It's funny if people want to make fun of it, but like. I listened to a podcast before that every time they mentioned the character of Sam, that's all they talked about. It just kind of pissed me off. But I think the reason it does is because I think this hark- harkens back to like this Tolkien time that he remembers when gentlemen were gentlemen and like you were really fiercely loyal to like your close friends and neighbors. And I don't know. I, th- I feel like people really miss that. Sam. I'm glad you're with me. Did you guys see the movie Tolkien at all? Any of you guys? It shows uh, Tolkien in World War One, and he's like, uh, he's an officer, but he's kind of like in over his head, and he's in the trenches. And there's a there's a guy that's kind of like helping him through it, and it's uh, it, it, this guy's not an officer; he's a guy under him, but his name is Sam. And uh, I don't know if that was like what really happened while he was in World War One. If there was this guy named Sam that helped him through it, but you know they kind of draw the parallel there, and I like that a lot. I think that was all bullshit. I think that I heard that that was not true. <laughs> no. But what about what I said, though, Aww. Pap? Don't you think that there's some truth to just male-to-male relationship that was maybe a little different in the 30s? Well, I think that's the beautiful thing of it. And like, just to, to reference another podcast that we did together, Josh, on, on Jojo Rabbit, I was like, I think it's... This isn't a spoiler or anything, but I, I just thought it was a little cheap that a character develops a relationship with another character purely based on a crush or like sexual attraction. And I think that if, if that was present, it would kind of cheapen the relationship. It, it's just really touching to me that they're like best friends you know what i mean he was willing to go drown in the river for his best friend even though he doesn't know how to swim but that's that's frodo and sam Corey, to close us out here to close out our six-part series where where does the rest of the fellowship end up frodo and sam are on their own where, where do we where do the other seeds scatter to well mary and pippin they get kidnapped by urukai and aragorn legolas and gimli are uh, are on their own and the way it ends is they decide to set off to go rescue Merry and Pippin, which leads us into the Two Towers. And it kind of ends there, if I remember correctly, but when I saw this movie in theaters, I had no knowledge of Lord of the Rings. And um, I gotta admit, man, I was very confused, because it just ended there. And this was... This was kind of at a time when movies didn't seem to be guaranteed sequels. You know, like back then in 2001 and before that, if if George Lucas wasn't directing it, like there, as far as I knew, it was no guarantee of sequels. I thought we were going to defeat Sauron at the end of this movie. <laughs> this was, I mean, they filmed all three. I think, I just, I, I think this was, if there's ever a guarantee, not But to Corey's Lucas, point, we knew it. there was going to be a trilogy, yes. But just the way you took in media wasn't necessarily everything has a sequel so you're not used to this like cliffhanger ending right i mean plus if you think about like your joe blow moviegoer and i was like 12 um you know <laughs> i, I you know, know i know knowledge of lord of the rings and what it was i thought this was going to be the lord of the rings the movie i didn't i didn't know there was three parts 
You didn't know Lord of the Rings. What a nerd. <laughs> okay, so to put a bow to put a bow on it a little bit, we were talking about you know it. It really did sort of change the way stories were are told. I mean, Stevie, do you think that Lord of the Rings kind of changed everything? Like, can we draw? a dotted line from the success of this franchise to the way that Marvel's structured their, you know, quote, cinematic universe, unquote. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, this is a, like a sweeping trilogy. I mean, if you watch the extended cuts, I think it's over 10 hours of just this. And I think really um, people enjoy like seeing these large overarching stories with different characters. So we have like Netflix models and all these streaming services that get 10 hours in one day. You can binge it. Um, same with kind of like MCU and movies, just these giant sweeping stories. I think it really starts with uh, Lord of the Rings when it comes to stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there was such like a coordinated marketing campaign around it too. Like there were video games and like all of this other like content. Yeah, we used to play them. Out. Yeah, it was. It was a really fun one that I played. Yeah. Was it like the Two Towers one for PlayStation? Was that the one? I think so. You're like defending a castle, and yeah, it's yeah. probably Helm's Deep. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> I bet the first half was like Fellowship, then I got into Two Towers. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was a significant event for all of our lives. I think it's probably why we carved out, you know, six episodes uh, worth of content to to do it. Uh, does anybody else have any final thoughts on on the trilogy? I. I have an answer to one of your questions uh, earlier. Uh, Lurts is 100% a Peter Jackson creation for the movie. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so before before we determine the Gollum, I, I did want to keep it kind of true to to spoilers. We always give it a yes or a no, but let's, let's do a quick kind of rapid fire, uh, give the movie a yes or no, and then kind of, you know, either anything that we didn't talk about or, or what it's meant the trilogy is meant to you or, or anything else that you want to want to say before we close it out. I'll go first. Uh, it's a definite, definite yes for me. Like I said, this is my first exposure to not just Lord of the Rings, like basically all fantasy. And it, it's now a genre that I'm very, you know, into, I, I like it a lot. So I, I do think that one thing that maybe, maybe we didn't talk about. And one thing that's maybe not talked about enough with this movie is that it came out like, two months after September 11th in December 2001 and if we keep if we keep doing uh, Lord of the Rings like kind of special every year we're gonna end this at the 20 year anniversary of the movies but but I think that like part of the reason this captures so much of the zeitgeist was its you know proximity to that event and like everyone was just ready for a big escapist kind of good guys versus bad guys story and it's it's really lightning in the bottle i think the movies would have been successful otherwise but i think a lot of people kind of forget about a get about that aspect but anyway hard yes for me josh why don't you give us your final thoughts and yes or no for the fellowship of the ring i love this movie i don't think we've said that enough just like we made a lot of jokes and stuff and it's just so fun to talk about with the jokes taking it seriously getting deep into it or just making memes which we will do on instagram right Corey? yeah <laughs> wait we do me- we do memes now <laughs> brett hates memes he's too old for memes <laughs> but anyway Corey, you kind of inspired me to really pursue a way to tackle this franchise because we had that conversation and you were like yeah i'm too nervous to do lord of the rings for a big dumb movie podcast or any <laughs> other podcast so uh once we all agreed to do this, I was like, oh my God, like, what did I 
commit the group to do. But then as I just started watching the film, I was just like, hell yes, this is totally worth every second of it. Yeah. Corey, what, were you happy to go on the cinematic journey with Josh, little Frodo and Sam? <laughs> I was very happy to join Brother Josh, and uh, I'm going to give this a hard yes. I love Lord of the Rings. Uh, I love it more and more as time goes on. This movie is very good. Like, I think one of you mentioned this earlier, but like the way this film is structured works the, the best as a standalone movie because it has, you know... It introduces everyone, it, they go through a, a little bit of a journey, and then it has an ending. And uh, it's just an overall good movie. I love what Lord of the Rings has done for fantasy in general. The results aren't always good. Like, we got some, like, Aragons and your uh, Chronicles of Narnia in there. But, you know, Lord of the Rings Whoa. kind of made fantasy accessible, which <laughs> I like a lot. And it's a hard yes. I love it a lot. Uh, Mikey, why don't you go next? Yeah, I think like you said, Pap, this was um, our first exposure into like a fantasy uh, type genre, or at least for me, at least. I don't think I had watched too much stuff before that, but yeah, it's it's amazing and it still holds up. It's been like 19 years now and you can, uh, I don't know, maybe have some problems with the CGI now. Maybe it's n not as nearly as good as stuff nowadays. Uh, obviously, because computers and everything are so incredible at what they do. But, I mean, the way this thing looks to movies now, I mean, it still holds up. It's it's a great story. Uh, just the last episode we had, it was like literally 40 minutes of fighting, and then we get a breather before we start fighting again. So it's it's got all of the pacing for a three-and-a-half-hour movie, which is, like, unreal uh, to say that. It's nonstop action, really. Um, there's very few parts of the movie where you feel like you need a break from it all, but it works. Everything in this movie just has everything going for it. I, I love this movie. It's a five stars for me. That's high praise coming from the practical effects guy that the everything in here holds up. But last but not least, the current holder of the ring who might potentially oh. be deciding our punishment episode in the next segment. Stevie, what's your yes or no for Lord of the Rings? Uh, hardest of yeses. This is my favorite trilogy of all time. And I'm really happy Josh proposed the idea of breaking this down into six episodes. Um, I know I was only on probably three of them, but this was a blast uh, to even be on here talking about these movies. Kind of like you guys said, um, this was my first kind of dip into fantasy as a young 10-year-old who didn't even know what Lord of the Rings was until that December. Um, now me and my wife cut out one day every year and watch all three extendeds in one day. Nice. So I absolutely love these movies and yeah, I hope we do two towers. So not surprisingly trivia master, Josh fellowship of the rings preserved. Yes. Hey, Pappy, should I call in to do my yes or no? Or? <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, Brett. I almost <laughs> forgot about Brett. Leave Beep. a voicemail. Brett, the, <laughs> The current Gollum, he's been following us for three days. What do, you, <laughs> what do you give? This is probably in the, my favorite and best movie that we've spoiled, in my opinion, just at least when I was on. Um, I know it gets thrown around a lot a lot by me, but I think this movie is an absolute masterpiece. I'm with Stevie. This is the my favorite trilogy. Um, I think it's the best trilogy um, 
and this is my favorite one of the three. Extended version is great. It's just, I love everything about it. I think people, specifically like Kevin Smith, who say this series, just people walking for three movies is really <laughs> ignorant and selling it short. That's like saying this original Star Wars trilogy is just them flying around for three movies. It's just stupid, <laughs> and I think he's just jealous, and he's a big media. He's a big media head. Um, this is a five of five stars for me. It's the best. I, I love it. Definitely. What's yes. with the stars thing? We're doing stars no. now. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, Josh, I flubbed that transition. I had it so well when it was just Stevie. But there, you want to take over for the uh, final trivia portion here? I would say that, yes, to Brett's point earlier, um, The Last Jedi actually is about two ships just kind of flying. <laughs> <laughs> no, they go to a casino. And, su- and <laughs> Superman Leia. Okay, I'm I'm so pumped for trivia. This is the most work I've ever put into trivia. This is like Jordan or Pappy status. So, okay. So Frodo, Samwise, Gandalf, Legolas, Gimli, Aragorn, Boromir, uh, Peregrine Took, Meridoc Brandyback. Fool of a Took. And also add to your list Gollum. And Bilbo. The ring bearer shall lead us. And (laughs) here's how this will work. Choose a number between 1 and 11. And I'm going to give you the middle name of the actor. If you can name that fellowship member, you'll get three points. If you guess, you just move on to the next thing. But if you want a hint, I'll give you a hint, but you'll move down to one point. You also have, um, as we'll see when we get into Stevie's, a couple of other ways to earn points based on who that actor is. So Stevie, I have all these characters listed randomly. Seven. Seven. The holy number. Reese. Oh, good lord. <laughs> um. Remember, you can take the hint and earn just one point by getting it right. No. <laughs> Um, <coughs> his name's Dominic. What is the other guy's name? I don't think. So he's trying to name the character whose actor has that middle name. That's yeah, you can name right you can name the actor or the character. I mean, we all know him. I think. And we each have a hint that we can use once. You can you can use a hint. I'll take a hint. Okay. Wait, only one. We only get one hint per character. Okay, yeah, give me a hint. <coughs> this actor is missing part of his left middle finger, just like Mr. Hooley at Concord High School. No, no one's going to laugh at that one. <laughs> Worth two points. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's moving along. Moving along. Um, I'll say Ian Holm. That is Bilbo. incorrect. This is Gimli? And this is a weird one because his name is actually John Reese Davies, and Reese is considered his middle name from everything that I could find. Oh, I thought you said his middle name was Reith. Oh wow! You said Reese. It's Reese. I thought you said Reith. Like a like. Oh okay, my yeah, bad. Anyway, cross Gimli off. But Stevie, you have more ways to to earn points here. Can you tell me what country he was born in? And if it's the United States, I need the state. John Reese davies yep. Oh, I'm fucked. <laughs> He's a tough one. I'll say Australia. 
He was born in England. And the very last way to earn points. <laughs> England's not a country, though. I'm going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> how old is he? Right now? Yes. As of this recording. <laughs> 74? Oh my, he's 75. That'll earn you two points. Holy oh. shit. You're up to 12. So you can get points if you're close enough? Yes, on that How one. close? Well, you'll see as we go, but I do have... That was a nightmare. It's Okay, so if you get it perfect, you get three points. One, one year away, two points. Two years away, one point. Okay, so Grimley's off the table, seven. So, Pappy, you are up. Let me go with one for one ring to rule to rule them all. Mark, I'm gonna go. Gonna go with Pippin. Ah, that's incorrect, and you didn't use your point or your trivia question either. Um, no, if not. you would have listened to chapter two, you would have heard that um, Sean Mark Bean, ah. Boromir's character. So. What country or state was he born in? He's from England, the United Kingdom. That'll earn you a point, Pappy. And how old is he? Uh, I'm going to go with 59. He is 60. That's two points. That's three points for you. <laughs> You're up to 10. Ba, 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 ba. Nice. And we will snake back through, so you will have another shot. Uh, Corey. I pick a number, right? Yes. Except for one or seven. Nine. Yeah. This character has no middle name. This actor has no middle name. (laughs) Pick one. (laughs) What? This actor has no middle name. Um. Um. uh, Ian McKellen? Incorrect. Um. Your clue would have been. His favorite breakfast is porridge. This is Billy Boyd, who plays Peregrine Took. <laughs> what country is he from? Uh, Scotland. Wow. Plus one on that one. I thought that was one of the hardest ones. Scotland. And uh, how old is he? Uh, let's see. I'm 33, so he must be 44. Billy Boyd is 51. So you just uh, earned one what? point there. Wow. You're up to five. It's like yeah. Josh's age. Seriously? <laughs> like, what Mikey? That? Peregrine Took. Pippin. 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 Mikey, you're, you're up. Uh, I'll do number three. Okay, this is an interesting one. The middle name is Bernard Patrick Luke. Three middle names, as it were. I'll say Ian McKellen. It seems like an old guy thing. Incorrect. It's Mary? Uh, Dominic Bernard Patrick Luke Monaghan? I just thought that's really interesting, <laughs> too. We, we just went from Pippin... 
with no middle name just to marry <laughs> with three but uh <laughs> yeah how what what's what country is he was he born in uh he's from the uk he's from england right he's from west germany i would have given you germany as well uh do you have an age uh he's 42 he is 43 so you will earn two points for that that's huge for you when you're fighting to not be a golem i will say well mary's would have been uh that jj abrams actually considered him for a lead for disney's force awakens but ended up telling him he could not be because disney disney wanted relative unknowns i thought that was kind of interesting uh who's next brett go for it i I think so i will go six this person's middle name is home (laughs) (laughs) uh i'll say uh bilbo Uh, i'll take a i'll take a hint he sparked a stage trend um, by getting fully nude in the 1977 <laughs> Richard Eyre production in the UK. Oh man, uh, I'll I'll still say uh, I'll say Bilbo. Good, you should have taken the three points, Brett. I know, I'm an idiot. I know. I, I got... His full name is Ian Holm Cuthbert. So you got uh, you got one point for that. I figured. What country it, was he born it, in? Hmm. I'll go with the UK. Got another point for that. And how old is he? And I'll give you a hint. He's not young. (laughs) (laughs) I will say he is 72 years old. He's 88. So you get no points for that. (laughs) No, I just, I swear I just looked that up. Negative 16 for Brett. So you and Mikey are still tied for Gollum going into this last (laughs) round. Brett, you are up again as we snake back down. Wait, can I ask a question real quick before (laughs) Brett picks? Will the ring bear be doling out a negative one at the end of all of this still? Of course. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I'll go uh, ten. Okay. This person's middle name is Murray. M-U-R-R-A-Y. Murray. That's I'll, a Murray. I feel like I have to go for it. No, I'll, uh, I'll take a hint. That's a Murray. <laughs> he was granted knighthood <laughs> all the way back in 1991. I'm going to go with uh, Ian McKellen. That's right. Gandalf the Grey. One point for you, Brett. What country was he born in? I'm going to go with the UK. That's correct. And how old is he? Ooh, he's pretty old. Um, 79. He's 80, Brett. You just earned four points. Pappy might not even, or Stevie might not even be able to screw you, even if he wants to. You're at eight. Mikey, you're up. This is a pretty huge one, guys. It's pretty big. Pretty big. Four. This person's middle name is Jordan. Um, Missy Jordan. Orlando Jordan Bloom? Does that sound like a name? (laughs) Uh, Remember, you I'll can't say, take the hint. Yeah, give me a hint. He was in 2005's Green Street Hooligans, where he received a scar above his eye. 
Oh, Frodo. Correct. Frodo Baggins. You I get one was, point I for that. I thought it was Vigo Jordanson. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Vigo we pronounce Jordan. it on this pod. But. It's Vigo Mortenstein. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Morgenstern. Uh, where was he born? Uh... He is from. God, where is he from? I can't really tell where he's from. Um, and if he's from the U.S., we have to say a state. Yes. It's so hard. That's kind of like booty. a region, maybe. A state. State. It's state, man. Yeah, I'll say he's from California. He's from Iowa. One of the hardest ones on the map. I was going to say Missouri. How old is he? Brett almost gave it away earlier on the last pod. I looked it up too. (laughs) Ooh, if only I had paid attention. Uh, I'll say he's like 36. He's 38, which means you get two points. Mikey, you might be locked in to Gollumness at this point. <laughs> so you got one point. Wait, that's that, not true. That's Corey right. needs it. Corey needs points. Oh no. You are up. You are at Gollum at this very second with five points. Okay, uh what's left? Two. Jonathan Blanchard. <laughs> that's easy. Remember, you can use the hint. So that's the middle name, Jonathan Blanchett. Blanchard. Blanchard. Yeah, I'll use the hint. <laughs> this is my maybe one of my favorite hints. In August 2016, he paddled into an Italian beach completely nude <laughs> with Katy Perry, in parentheses, clothed, also in tow. Easy, what? Easy. <laughs> I'm going to guess Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, but that's Hang one on. point. You're still tied for Gollum. So, what country is he from? Uh, where does he live? Where is he from? Where is he born? Australia. That's right, right? He's from England. Ooh. Oh my oh. god! I would have guessed Australia. And how old oh, is no. he? My hands are so sweaty. Forty-six. He is forty-two. So you're only awarded one point, and And you and Mikey are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pappy, this is also equally huge because you're definitely within striking range here. You have the numbers five, eight, and eleven left. (laughs) I really want to be Lord of the Lord of the Rings. Give me eleven. Okay. This person's middle name is. Clement. Maybe it's pronounced Clement. Vigo Clement Morgenstern? That's incorrect. Ah. Clement. Andrew Clement Circus, who plays God. Ah. Oh. You can still he... tie you can still do some damage here. Do you know what country he's from? Is he from England? He is, so you get a point for that. And how old is he? I'm gonna say <sighs> he is sixty one years old. Fifty two. Andy Circus is not 52, Brett. He does not look 52. <laughs> he does not look as old as Mary or whatever that was. 
He's 55, though, which is out uh, of reach for any points for Pappy. That Sorry. ring is really taking a toll on him throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stevie, let's just do one for fun, right? I want to play. What numbers do I eight have? Eight or five. See how Ooh, dominant I'll, I'll you can pick be. A, I'll pick a Jellicle eight. Jellicle eight. Jellicle, Jellicle. Peter. Remember, you can take a hint to get just one point. <coughs> I'll take a hint. Uh, as his as his middle name would imply, no. he went full he went full frontal in 2016. <laughs> 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 it can't be true. Vigo Mortensen. Yes, you get the he point. Got his, <laughs> got before that, though. <laughs> Where were you born? Where was he born? Uh. I know everybody thinks he's, I think everyone thinks he's like a foreigner, but I think he's from New York. He is from New York. You get another point. And how old is he? You already have two points here. Wow. Dominating performance. I think he's 62. He's 61. So you get another Let's go. So Stevie, you are the Lord of the Lord. Of the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you have the option to give anybody you want a negative one. And I do have a bonus trivia question for a tiebreaker if it needs to be, but that's really up to you. Okay, so it's with <coughs> who's <coughs> who's Gollum right now? Mikey or Corey at six. <laughs> Wait, they're tied? Yes. Oh, no. Get, let them fight it out in the bonus, then. I don't want to choose. So who will you give your negative one to? Pappy. It's kind of inconsequential, but just you can just name Pappy if you want. It's not very jellical of you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all name Pappy. Maybe that'll come into play later. I want to give both men a fighting chance. Okay, so this is the closest to Mikey... <laughs> Um, you had been a golem most re- Yeah, you had been a golem most recently. So I'm gonna make you go first. In years, how long did Bilbo possess the One Ring? This is an approximation, but this is what the internet gives. It's ish. Yeah, in, this many years ish. Uh, well, you found out that Bilbo lives. Uh, way longer than what he's supposed to in the beginning of the movie. Everybody's a little surprised by how old he is, right? I'm going to say he's had it for like 80 years. Corey, to not become Gollum like Bilbo is desperately trying to do. I'll go with 79. That's dirty, but it plays right into your hands. 61 years. <laughs> 60 years. If Brett could stop preempting me on trivia, that'd be great. 60 years for Bilbo Baggins carrying the one ring. Mikey, you're Gollum. Steve, will you give Mikey a punishment movie? Yeah. Uh, Mikey likes weird movies. Um, this is a really weird movie with Willem Dafoe. I think he hangs Dong, too. So. Antichrist, Mikey. Brett, let me reveal it. This guy's real dong, though. It's you know what? Dong. I, I'm down to see some weird dong, so it's Your not even a punishment to me. 
<laughs> Rumor has it his dong was so big that they used a fake one. Somebody else's. Well, there goes my trivia question. <laughs> well, I would have won that, so everyone, you're welcome, everybody. Pappy, back to you. <laughs> you can wrap it up, Josh. It's your thing. Thanks, Pappy. Not that I had this written or anything, but just to close, um, <laughs> this saga is really cleanly about good and evil, and when Stevie got the one ring, uh, he did decide to use it for evil instead of good. And wh- mm, what really, what's really the difference between a ring bearer and a golem? And all along my plan was for the ring bearer to have to fight the golem at the very end to see who will have to watch the Antichrist. So I have a last minute one-on-one fight, Mikey against Stevie. Well, I was going to watch it with him, so joke's on <laughs> But you. you will have to host the episode, and, and Mikey will not have to watch it anymore. Here's the contest. Stevie, you get to go first because you are the ring bearer. Okay. There are eight total ring bearers ever. Name one for one point. Frodo Baggins. One for Stevie. Mikey? Um, Saruman. Saruman never <laughs> held the ring. <laughs> Whatever. Josh, Josh, can you just hurry up and make me lose? <laughs> I'm tired of being disrespected by my lack of knowledge. What's your guess, Saruman or Sauron? Well, now I know it's not Saruman, it's Sauron. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to give Mikey zero for that. Stevie. <laughs> um... Bilbo Baggins. Mikey. I don't care, man. Just make me lose. I'm, all, I'm already ready to watch this dude's weird dong in Antichrist. <laughs> so much like Gollum is dispatched into the fiery, fiery depths of Mordor, Mikey is cast aside. <laughs> I'll swallow it. End it. Kill me. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Uh, can't wait to do that punishment movie. That's our next punishment movie. That no, was it's not. no. It's not. <laughs> nope. I have to do 120 days of Sodom soon, so that might be coming out soon-ish. But I think that's all for this. Thanks for joining us on this wild six-part series, and all the way to the end, even you, Brett. Uh, that was spoilers. character was supposed to be pumped to get a chance at the ring at the end. <laughs> what the hell? He was promised that sweet Defoe dong. <laughs> I thought Josh has pulled that trivia out of nowhere so I'd lose.
I was going to be real steamed. My plan was always to have the ring bear get challenged <laughs> by Gollum. I didn't Little use did it for I know, evil. Gal- Gollum was so weak-willed. <laughs> Spoiler man here. Our email is podcastspoilers at gmail.com. Twitter is at spoilers underscore pod. Our Instagram is podcast spoilers. It's lit. Josh Hensley from the Rutabaga wrote our theme song. Our spoilers hotline is 903-776-4507. That's 903-SPOIL-07. Please support this podcast. Leave us some stars and some words. Now you can check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe on SoundCloud or iTunes. Doesn't the Shire like have like a really sad yeah. ending at the very end? Yeah, it does. In the, <laughs> like in the bu- book or? In... Yeah, don't like a bunch of orcs come by and just slaughter the place? Saruman and Wormtongue have like completely destroyed uh, the Shire. Like it, it just made it awful. The yeah. scourge. The rape pretty, of that's, the Shire. That's pretty much what it, it is. <sighs> and then Wormtongue slits his throat at the end. His own the Clatuinians come he, through. He slits uh, uh, Saruman's throat. Really? Man, that's dark. That has all been in vain. The fellowship has failed. Uh, I, I don't know if I would say I'm an expert, man. My mic is checked up. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Hold out your hand, Frodo. It's quite cool. That was, was spoilers. spoilers.